Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell, and that is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. And we are a show for men by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. That's really our, the heartbeat of what we do. And and we have had women guests, and we have tons of women listeners. But we wanted to have a show for guys because we're really good at talking about sports, weather, and politics. But we wanted to be able to have an avenue to talk about even bigger things. Like, yes, it's sports season always. Any time of year, it's a sports season, right? And you can find your thing to talk. And that's fine. I like my sports talk just as much as anybody. But we got to talk about the things of life that we live for eternity. And one of the most important things we believe here on the show is, men, that if you are not walking with the person of Jesus Christ, you're not fulfilling your full destiny as a man. There's been greater men than me who have walked in this world who ended up who didn't walk with the Lord. But if you want to fulfill God's purpose for your life, it will involve the man of Jesus. And that's why our name of our show is Solid Steps. We believe you can walk solidly, taking steps through life, and you'll only do that really as well as you do it with Jesus. Okay, that's the intro. That being said, we talk about a bunch of different stuff. And today's topic, I want to ask you this question. I don't like the answer to this question, which means it's a good question to ask. I think for most people, here's the question that I would ask you men on a scale of one to 10, what would you rank your marriage today? Now, here's the even worse question. What would your spouse say? <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably going to be a lower number. Yeah, than mine would be 9.5. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what Nancy would say, okay. but <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so when I say I don't like that, I just know that hits every man where he, where he ever he is. He needs to improve. He needs to walk a little bit more firmly in the walk of being a husband. We all could say, I could do better, right, yep. is the point of that. No doubt. So today we're going to talk about a topic of how do we move that needle. And also there's a tool out there because it's not just accidentally. There's actually places and people who want to help you improve that number. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, because Chad, you know, no matter what we would say in our marriage, whether we rank it a five or a six or an eight or whatever, we can improve. And so we're bringing in a guy that I... I Every time I run into a family life, uh, you know, staff person, you know, ministry person, I go, "Oh, these guys are so awesome!" So, uh, Ryan Gossam, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Kurt, just for inviting me in and let me come in to share a little about our story as well as what the ministry of Family Life has done for us as well as millions of people all over the world. Uh, you know, family life has been a great uh, blessing to me and my family for literally decades. So we had lunch, a, a breakfast the other day, and I go, we have got to get this guy on the show because uh, what you do. But, but before we talk about family life and a weekend to remember, let's talk about you and your wife and uh, you, you didn't always have this, uh, uh, eight, nine marriage out of 10. Um, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Had you asked us back early on, I would have said we did, uh, cause I was clueless. Uh, we got married, both believers. I got saved in 2005. My wife grew up in the church. I say she was more spiritually mature than I was. Uh, but we got married. We did Bible studies while we were engaged. We thought we were doing it right. Uh, we went through premarital counseling. We learned everything that we could learn, uh, got married, and thought it was all going to be great. And then six months into our marriage, we were back to see the pastor who married us because I'd fallen back into a pornography addiction that I thought I had conquered. And it was just, I mean, a low moment of having to confess that to my wife and then just saying, hey, we need help. I can't do this on my own. And I would like to say that ended there, but... That was a roller coaster ride for the next four years of being clean, 
for three months at a time and then have a weak moment and slip up and click too many times on my phone. And the next thing I know, I'm down a rabbit trail. I never wanted to be down. And then I'd have to come back and confess again and say, I messed up again. And then we start all over on that roller coaster. So that was our first four years of marriage was me battling that. In those first four years, we had our two sons uh, who are now 11 and 10, but we were trying to figure that out. I mean, I'm an engineer by trade, so I was working with the highway department. I was actually working right out here in Shelbyville, widening I-64 from Gene Snyder out to Simpsonville and was doing my best to kind of grow my career within the state and what I was doing. Uh, my wife was a Mary Kay consultant at that time, and she had worked her way up to director level, Was had earned five cars, and was doing an amazing thing. But what we were doing, we were missing one another because she would stay home with the boys during the day while I was working. And then I would come home at night. We would more or less tag and be like, all right, I got the boys now. And then she would go out and do her Mary Kay business at night. And then we'd come back together. And there was good moments and bad moments, but we knew this wasn't what God wanted for us just because we knew what the scripture had said, but we had no clue how to live it out. You know, um, I want you to go back a little bit because when you said you struggled with porn, um, you recognized you couldn't do it on your own. Yeah. Now, we, we, we've done shows on this before, but I just want you to touch on that. The, uh, guys, if you're struggling with that addiction, you can't do it alone. That's right. Just comment on that. Yeah, I mean, so I was first brought into the porn industry in, when I was eight, when I first saw it. And I'd battled it all through school, all through college. And 2005 is when I gave my life to the Lord. I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. I, de I deleted everything off my computer. I got rid of any print copies. I said, I'm just getting rid of all of it. And I thought I was good. Had you asked me then, was I clean for two years prior to being married? I would have said yes. But I'll tell you where I fell was I, I was just substituting what pornography was. I, I was saying I'm not looking at full nude imageries anymore, images anymore, but I'm watching what's on TV. Uh, I'm watching shows that still hits that lust issue within my heart, but it's not pornography, so therefore I'm not falling into sin. I was classifying what was pornography. But that being there over those years led to my fall and then six months into my marriage because I kept stoking that fire, not letting it go out. And those first four years of our marriage, I knew I couldn't do it alone because I would fall. And as an engineer, I'm a fixer. I wanted to try to fix everything. So I kept putting barriers in place. Well, I'll do this differently. Well, that didn't work. Well, I'll do this differently. And that didn't work. Even trying to have my wife as an accountability partner didn't work. I kept that as a whole other topic in of itself. Uh, but until I kind of was working with some guys at church and brought it to light and said, hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you pray for me? Did I not see any healing until I brought other men into the equation and said, I'm struggling. I need help. Yeah, the Bible says if in James chapter 5, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. Um, <clears throat> so, guys, make sure if you're struggling in any area, you, you, need, you need to have a godly buddy that you need to talk to, whether it be your pastor or somebody else in the church. Ryan, also, I, I want you to talk about, you mentioned to me that Mandy, your wife, mm -hmm. gave you an ultimatum. Talk about that, please. Yeah, early in the first couple of years, I, I was a mama's boy. Uh, and when we moved back from Lexington to Newcastle, uh, I was close to the farm and mom would call and say, Hey, can you come fix this? Hey, can you come fix this? Can you come take care of this? And I would, I would go down and take care of it. And in one of our moments, my wife kind of said, Hey, 
I can't compete with your mom. I need you to go have a conversation with her. And mom didn't even know she was doing it. I'm not going to put any blame on her. It's She was just the way it was before we got married. I would go and fix things. And I had to go and say, hey, I don't want to be dishonoring to you. But when I read scripture, I have got to put my wife first. So I'm going to make her be the priority. If you need me, you can call. And if I'm able to come, I will. But I can't guarantee that I'm going to be here all the time, every time you need me, because I've got to put my wife as the priority in my in our relationship. Yeah, you, know, you really you had to learn how to leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Bible's clear that we have to leave our parents and cleave yeah. to our wives. Yeah, I was learning that cleave issue. I hadn't learned the leave issue first though. <laughs> Chad, have you ever heard uh, you know, when if you leave um if you leave properly, then it leads to cleave edge. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Kurt? I would expect something stupid like that to come from me, not you. <laughs> okay. Well, you disappoint me. <laughs> but we we talk about that. My wife and I do a premarital class a few times a year, and uh, my wife hits on that more. But we talk about it together. That if you don't leave well, you don't cleave well. And we talk to these young married couples and say, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, you got to leave mom and dad. And it says, uh, husbands, mm-hmm. leave. And cleave to your wife. That's so right. that is that idea of the man kind of starting that leaving process, which is not easy to do, and we all have that issue. So, um, and then Ryan, you, I mean, th- th- things really started after that. Yep, began to really improve. Yep. Well, it didn't really improve until we had our dark night of the soul, and when I cried out, finally cried out to God, I can't do this anymore. So I looked over. My wife was crying herself to sleep on her pillow. And my first response was, what did I do wrong today? I thought I did everything correct. I was doing the dishes. I was putting the kids to bed. I, I thought I was being a good husband. But it was in that moment I realized, finally, I was failing, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on my own. So we're going to take a break, come back, and you think, wait a minute. I do the dishes, put the kids away. Ain't I doing everything okay? Well, there's more to it than that. So we're going to talk more about that, what that looks like at the heart of marriage here on the next segment here on Solid Steps Radio. Ellen and Credit Union has been around the Louisville, Kentuckyana area for decades. They can help you with every financial need that you have, whether it's personal, commercial, you need a home loan, car loan, Ellen and Credit Union can take care of you and all of your financial needs. Vision First Eye Care. They have 11 different cities, six Louisville locations alone. And if you need contacts, glasses, or just your overall eye health, Vision First Eye Care will take care of you. You are more than just a set of eyeballs. You are a person at Vision First. Bright Star Home Care. If you have someone that you love and care for that needs in-home care, whether they need one visit a week or they need 24-7 care, Bright Star Home Care is your very first contact to start that process and find out what's best for you and your loved one. So in our last segment, we leave the scenario where Ryan says, I think I'm hitting all the bases, right? I'm putting the kids to bed. I am doing the dishes. I'm not running around on my wife. Taking right? the garbage out. Okay, everything's good. But yet you got a wife crying herself to sleep at night. Yeah. And so, you know, Ryan, I mean, you call it the dark night of your soul, a dark mm-hmm. night of your marriage. Yeah. And, and then, and you prayed. Yeah. 
you prayed a prayer crying out to God, and what happened? Yeah, so I just, instead of trying to defend myself and saying I checked all those boxes, I didn't do it. I'd done that before. I realized that hadn't worked. In, in this moment, it got to where I just turned and started crying out, God, I can't do this. I know what your word says on how to be a husband, but I have no clue how to live it out. I'm failing. I know what your word says on how to be a father, but I've got these two boys, and they're driving me crazy. I don't know how to do this. And it, it just ended up with, I don't know how to be a man. I know what a Christian man should look like. I've got good models, but I have no clue how to live it. And it just ended with, God, I need your help because I can't do this on my own. I need your help. And it was literally within the next 24 hours that God answered that prayer. And how that's did, how I'm here today. Yeah, how did he answer that prayer? Yeah, so I'd never listened to a podcast in my life. This was 2013. I'd had friends at work who had listened to podcasts. And I was like, okay, I've got to figure this out some way. I've got a road trip to Kentucky Lake. I was building a bridge down there. And so I just typed in, how to be a Christian man. And the first podcast that popped up, James Dobson was interviewing Dennis Rainey on Dennis Rainey's book, Stepping Up a Call to Christian Manhood. Which, by the way, is a fantastic book. Yeah, I bought it right away. And I remember calling Mandy going, you're not going to believe this. They are talking on the radio about every single thing I cried out last night. I was like, this is God answering our prayer. So I had plenty of drive time that day. It was in the days driving to Kentucky Lake, four hours down, work for three or four hours down there, and then drive four hours back. So I had plenty of time to binge listen and get caught up on the podcast that I had missed in the uh, previous episodes. And it was just, man, God blew us away. I mean, the ministry of family life and the podcast virtually discipled my wife and I into what it looked like to have a Christian marriage, to what it looked like to be Christian parents, and what it looked like to be a Christ follower. Dennis and Barbara Rainey, who founded Family Life, have impacted me for decades. And uh, they're just incredible folks. Um, then what happened? Yeah, so we'd started just doing everything we could with Family Life. We worked with our church to get an Art of Marriage weekend event at our church. And then we found out the weekend, remember, was coming to Louisville, which we thought, how in the world is such a conference like this coming to a little town of Louisville? And we went to our first one in 2014. Then we started volunteering with the weekend to remember team and saying, hey, we want to help get other people here because we know this event has causes change in people's lives. And more people need to hear about it. More people need to come to invest in their marriages. And that was kind of to the point where we were up until when COVID hit. And so, uh, listeners, we're going to continue to talk a little bit more about uh, a weekend to remember. You got to remember that a weekend to remember. Um, but you you not only started really just in a fast track of growth and change and transformation, but then fast forward, God is beginning to put some things on your heart. Yeah, God was working in our marriage. Uh, he had transformed us, and we knew we had been blessed. But we started feeling the call that he was calling us to go bless other people. It was kind of like what the blessing that Abraham got. It wasn't just for him. He was blessed to be able to go bless others. And we thought we were just doing that within our local church. We were leading parenting classes. We were leading marriage classes. We were doing everything we could in our local church. But we started feeling this call that God was calling us to more. But I kept pushing back, going, God, but I've got a good job. I work for the state. I've been here 15 years. I'm vested now. 12 years, I'll get a full retirement. 
I'll come work for you in 12 years. Just, just give me 12 more years. You've given me this job. You're going to give me 12 more years, and I'll have my pension to save to be able to work in ministry then. You know, God has a sense of humor, I'm telling you, doesn't he? You're, you're bargaining with him. Okay, Lord, I got it. I've been an engineer for 15 years. I got 12 more years, and then I'll do anything you want me to do. And the Lord's going, um, no, we have different plans. Yeah, and I kind of mentioned earlier, my wife was in Mary Kay. Yes. And her family has been in Mary Kay since the 60s. And I was seeing everything that was coming. I've seen her mom has been hugely successful in Mary Kay. She was driving a pink Cadillac when I met Mandy. Her mom and dad were going on trips all around the world. And I knew once my wife became a director, she stood to inherit all of her mom's business. And I kept pushing my wife, hey, you do Mary Kay, and I'll just kind of travel with you. I'll retire early. I don't even care about that because I'm just going to – I could see what was coming in. But then I started seeing the Lord change my wife's heart as well. She, she wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't what God was calling her to. And the moment she stepped out in faith – to say, God's not calling me to this. I need to step away. It took me a long time to support her in that. And it finally had to get down to, okay, I see God's working in you in this. I will support you in whatever he's calling you to do. The other day, you mentioned to me that there was a sermon that was a, a catalyst that God used to, to really pierce your heart. Yeah, we were, this is going on October of 20, I think. And our pastor was preaching on Mary and Martha in John 12. And he was talking about how Martha was serving and Mary was just at the feet of Jesus. And she had taken that bottle of pure nard or that perfume. And she anointed Jesus' feet with that perfume in her hair. And he talked about how what a prized possession that perfume was. And he ended the sermon with, all right, what is your most prized possession that you're refusing to give to the Lord and it hit Mandy and I both. We were driving. We left church. We're driving home. And she asked me, what was your response to that question? And I said, my job. And she laughed and went, I said, your retirement. And it was in that moment that God kind of hit me and said, hey, you're putting your title as an engineer and your job as an idol in front of me. You need to tear down that idol and get rid of it. So you can fully worship me and do what I'm calling you to do. And 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 you ask her, and what was her response? Yeah, I'd kind of so a couple weeks later, I said, "Hey, I think God's calling us to join with Family Life." And I said, "I've been praying about it. The sermons really pushed me there, and it took a lot of courage for me to get up and tell her that." And her first response was, "I'm not hearing that from the Lord. You need to go back to Him, because He's not telling me that." And how did you respond? I said, okay, I, I'm going to keep praying that he might reveal that in your heart because I don't want to go join a family ministry if it's going to wreck my own family and my own marriage because I don't think God's in that. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to keep praying about it. If you come on board, I'll know that's a call from the Lord. If not, we'll continue on with the plan that we have. How long did it take for your wife to – because, uh, you know <laughs> – cat's out of the bag you're now with family life both of you how long did it take it took her about a week uh, we had talked to some other people at family life said we were kind of feeling that call uh and she came to me about a week later and she said hey god is called I, I know god's in this he's been speaking to me about it as well i was just afraid of what that call looked like of what we were going to have to give up 
to be able to come and serve him full time. So it was about a week later, she came to me and said that, and we made some phone calls with people in family life that we knew, saying that we were interested and felt God's call on our lives to come on as full-time staff missionaries with the Ministry of Family Life. Listeners, if you're you're contemplating this, this is a, she's giving up a six-figure income, he's giving up a solid career as an engineer, they're giving all of this up because the Lord God was leading them to do that. Yeah, and that's... We knew we were safer in his will and more taken care of if we were being obedient to his call on our life than what the state could ever take care of me in any kind of retirement system. <laughs> it is so true, but it, that's, it's hard for us, as, especially us guys, oh, yeah. to release that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to provide. That was my way to provide. Yeah. So we're going to take a break and come back and hear more about uh, family life, marriage, a weekend to remember. What are the next steps with Ryan and his wife? But really, what is this weekend? How can it benefit you? And how can it help your marriage? So uh, I guarantee you, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I hear a lot of me and Ryan. Because I hear a lot of me and Ryan. We all hear a lot of ourselves. And it's like, man, I know there's more out there. And I need to be moving forward. A weekend to remember is that tool to help you do that, no matter where you are. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. Podloo.com. That's Louisville Podcast Studios. If you want to do a professional sounding podcast or video cast, you want to look and sound great, Louisville Podcast Studios is your contact. Go to podloo.com. That's P O D L O U.com. We also want to thank Frank Enterprises. They are a professional septic tank landscaping wastewater management company. If you've got water outside of your home and it's not going where it's supposed to go, whether it's drainage or septic tank issues, Frank Enterprises has years of experience and they will take care of you where you need it. Dan Hart Financial, if you want to retire or want to talk about retirement, whether you're a year away or 20 years away, Dan Hart can sit down, come up with your plan that you uh, need to have or Talk about your plan that you have in place and see if it's a good fit. Dan Hart Financial. So in our last segment, Ryan was talking about making a transition from the secular world into the ministerial world of going from a nice paying job, good income to going to be in a, a in, in ministry. I'm going to be a missionary. Oh, <laughs> And raise support. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so right. I mean, literally, you give up your engineering career, your job, all that. Your wife does a, you know, all what she's got going on. You give that up. You got to raise support. Uh, it, you said in the break, I said, was that scary? Yeah, I was definitely scary. Because like I said, I'd been with the state of Kentucky since the day I turned 18. They, they gave me a scholarship to go through school to get my engineering degree gave me a job right out of school. They were my security blanket. I knew I had a safe job. I knew I wasn't getting fired. Things were good. To then say, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna put that on the shelf and say, okay, God, I'm going to serve you. Even if that looks like I have to raise my own support to be able to support my family, to support the ministry, and to support the call you're putting on your life, I'll be faithful and go do it. But it was very scary and very tense there was many nights we went to bed crying out to god going god we don't know how it's going to happen because our calendar is empty but we know you're going to provide because you're a faithful god and he did and amen that he did so uh, chad would, would you would you be scared 
If I'm scared now. So, I mean, I know I would be, right? But I'm in a 100% commission field my, myself, so I got a little bit of, like, where is it going to come from mm-hmm. mentality, right? So, yeah, it would be – especially if you have something that – like, especially the guys, steady paychecks coming in. Yeah. And then you add on a, another supplemental two-income – doing well man that's that's an easy way to fall back into some comfort oh yeah, yeah. you know for anybody it's mm-hmm. not just a ryan thing it's everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. i you agree know? so 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 ryan you you you, you jump ship and you, you go with family life mm-hmm. and and now you're full time with family life talk talk to our listeners about that and the resources that are available with family life yeah so being able my previous career i built roads and bridges for a living and made sure they got built correctly so I was more on the inspection side. Jump into family life. That that's a lot of what we're doing. We're not building physical bridges, but we're building relational bridges between husbands and wives, between parents and their kids, and kids and their grandparents. Because that's what it's all about. I might have been able to build a bridge that lasts for prayerfully 50, 75 years, but now we're building relationships that'll last for eternity. And being able to come alongside couples and give them the help and hope that we received ourselves from the ministry of family life, but then how to work through them, their churches, through the weekend to remember, and other small groups to be able to maximize the impact and the reach that people can have to reach to get the help and hope that they need in their marriage. The grace that you received, the training that you received, the instruction that you received, you just want to, okay. God now use us to be a blessing to others. Yeah. Uh, one of those key tools that we mentioned before is a weekend to remember. Help our listeners to understand what that is and what that's all about. Yeah, so the weekend to remember is a weekend getaway. So it starts on Friday night. It goes through lunch on Sunday. And it is truly a time for a couple to get away, to leave the stresses of home at home, leave the kids with a babysitter or a parent, and say, no, we're going to fully focus on our marriage this weekend. So you come in on Friday night, you kind of get introduced, you get your workbook, your manual, and you sit down, and actually you're hearing from live speakers who are being vulnerable, sharing their own stories. I want to give a caveat. This is not an event where you come and share with others. So I don't want anybody to be afraid that I don't want to spill my the beans of my marriage with some other people. This is you and your wife work together to have the conversations that you need to have that at home you don't even have the time to be able to do it. And and you you hear incredible communicators. Oh yeah. So it promotes these conversations, but it doesn't leave you alone in having those conversations. So you're going to have a session on Saturday on what does it look like to have good communication? You're going to learn what is your spouse's communication style and what is your communication style. So then you can use those to work together and speak into her style so she can better understand where you're coming from. You're going to have a conflict resolution class. Another thing, you're going to learn how you handle conflict and then learn that her style could be completely different, more than likely is going to be different. And how do we as husbands humble ourselves and say, okay, I might want to handle it like this, but if we are truly going to resolve the conflict that's going on in our marriage, I need to be able to bend and go to the way that she handles conflict or we work together to mutually resolve that because every single conflict that we have in marriage is like another brick in the wall that's going to divide the two of us to eventually if we don't handle them we're not going to be able to see the other person on the other side of that wall mm. chad what do you when you say conflict chad what, what do you call it in your home uh heated fellowship 
heated spiritual what do we call it? heated it's <laughs> heated, heated, heated fellowship yeah. lively and heated fellowship now you know you just said something that that uh, and added to what you just said every conflict is an opportunity to build a brick of a wall but could also build a brick of a, a bridge to more intimacy yes right we I, i've kind of been trained grown up grown up stay away from fights if you don't fight you got a good marriage I don't think that's true. I think when you learn how to fight in a good, fair, submissive to one another, I love you, I'm for you, but let's let's fight, then we need to have one of those conversations. When Jen and I aren't connected, we get connected <laughs> on ways we don't want to get connected because all of a sudden we'll have one of those three-hour till two in the morning fights. Lively fellowship. And at the end of it, we're like, well, that's just God saying, I need to get y'all connected. Mm. Now yeah, you didn't you didn't handle it well, but I, something has been brought up, and then all of a sudden we get connected, and so all all of a sudden afterwards you feel more connected with your spouse. She'll say, "Well, you feel better. I don't feel that much better." But if you're not connected with them on the right terms, you're going to get connected with them on the terms you don't want. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I think those conflicts. I mean, how to have a good conflict instead of how to avoid them. That is like if anybody's just getting married, don't avoid fights. A learn how to do it in a loving way. Yeah. And that's what you'll you will really unpack yes. the weekend to remember. Well, mm-hmm. I mean just one of many topics. Yeah, it's it's an amazing weekend to be able to have the conversations that you need to have. Because you can go there and you can learn so much and you can get these tools. But if you don't use the tools in your marriage, they're just gonna rust and deteriorate and be good for nothing. So the, the projects that you get while you're there, the designed conversations to have are just starting points to bring up other topics of conversation that need to be had. Yeah. And just the date night on Saturday night is huge. We see couples walk in on Friday that the wife's walking in and the husband's about 15 paces behind her. And you can tell he doesn't want to be there, but she's bringing him in. But then to see the transformational power of God throughout the weekend to where you see them walk out on Sunday hand in hand, kissing one another. And it's like something happened here this weekend. The spirit was on the move. And we can see it in the couples of how they're coming together in oneness in marriage, the way God designed it from the beginning of time. And and you guys have been doing a weekend remember for decades. Yeah, so they held the first weekend in 1976. So here in about four years, we're going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of these weekends. And, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people. Yes, yes, definitely. And um, they're not just here in Louisville. Sure. I mean, they are where? Yeah, they're all over the country. I think right now there's 84 of them on the books. There's several this fall, and then they're again in the spring. Louisville's is in October, October 21st through the 23rd this year. Uh, but there's coming up some in Destin. There's some in Asheville, North Carolina. There's in Nashville, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. There's weekends all around us just to be able to have people to give that opportunity to invest because that's what we need to do. We need to invest in our marriages every day that we're married. Yeah, this you, you, you and I talked the other day about um, this is not a cost. Correct, yeah. It's not horribly expensive. It's you know I think it's very reasonable. In fact, and especially if you can get the sale, you have a, a couple of times a year you have a sale or mm-hmm. half off, right? Yeah. So twice a year, every year in September and in January is when the half off sale is in place. That's where you can pay for one spouse and the other spouse gets to go for free. 
That's awesome. So we're going to come back and talk more about a weekend to remember. What are some of the tools? What's a sneak peek of what you can expect and how you can move the, the, the needle in your marriage, moving it down the road? Because it's not going to happen accidentally. Now, the Lord does amazing works, but he's called us to participate in those works, right? So we're going to take a break, hear more about a weekend to remember here on Solid Steps Radio. Hadley Sign Solutions. If your business needs new signage, owner Chris Hadley has 35 years experience in design, manufacturing, and installation of commercial exterior electrical signage to help promote your business in Kentucky and Southern Indiana. They also provide sign and parking lot lighting maintenance. If you're looking for a sign for a new business, looking to have a sign service, or just needing to update an old sign, then give Hadley Sign Solutions a call at 502-419-7228 or you can email chris at hadleysignsolutions at gmail.com or visit hadleysignsolutions.com iroquois family and cosmetic dentistry dr eric veal has been a sponsor of our show since the beginning if you need your teeth cleaned overall dental health dr eric veal can take care of you he's got two locations in the louisville area one in Iroquois Park area, and then the other in eastern Jefferson County. That's Iroquois Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Veritech Generator. If you have a business or home that needs a generator, or you have a generator that needs servicing, Veritech Generator can take care of you. Next time that storm comes in, you have a lot of confidence knowing that you are covered with Veritech Generators. So in our last segment, we were talking more details about the Weekend to Remember trip um, or the Weekend to Remember conference, marriage conference. Uh, Ryan, what were some of the other ones that uh, characteristics of the weekend that uh, that people can expect? Yeah, they're going to come in on Friday night and just have a good time to talk. It's going to set it up of what was the dream for marriage? We all have a dream when we get married. It's it's We see we stand before each other at the altar and say, I do. And we have this dream of what our marriage is going to look like. And then you'd get an honest assessment of where you're at. You talked early on of rating your marriage. You're going to have some time to actually sit and talk of, all right, this is where I think we're at, and this is where your wife's going to say, this is where I think we're at. Then you move into Saturday morning, and it just is the fall, where all marriages are going to have a low point similar to what Mandy and I had, and maybe even multiple ones. It's going to be like that roller coaster for everybody. But what they finish up with that is we have a common enemy with one another. We have a spiritual enemy who wants to divide us and separate it and bring us into isolation. And that's one of my favorite times in the whole weekend is when they have a husband look over to his wife and a wife look to her husband and then repeat after the speaker that you are not my enemy because too often we think our spouse is the enemy. But no, we have a common, so let's come together as one team and one flesh to be able to battle against that enemy. Then we talked about conflict and communication Saturday, you close out on what is biblical design for intimacy. Because God created sex. He created it for a purpose, for reproduction and for pleasure. And he created it in other ways to bring a husband and a wife together, to join them as that one flesh that we see in the in Genesis. And you close out with date night and then come back on Sunday. The men separate out into a men's session that's interactive. You're talking with the speaker. The women separate out into a women's session. And then you kind of come back together. What does it look like to have a marriage on mission to where we're using our marriage to impact the gospel of Jesus Christ 
going forward as a light tower of hope in the community that God's placed me in. I love it. Absolutely love it. Family Life, the ministry, also has some other resources. Talk about those to our listeners. Yeah, so the weekend's just that. It's a one weekend event a year. Family Life has seen there needs to be greater impact year-round. So we have small group series that you can work in within a local church or within a community or within an office place. Uh, there's the Art of Marriage. Uh, that's an event that you can do, or it's a small group. Vertical Marriage is a five-week small group. There's Love Like You Mean It, which is a 10-week small group that goes through uh, the 1 Corinthians thir- chapter 13, the love chapter. It's walking through every single one. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is generous. And walking through all of them. And then there's... Um, there's another one on parenting. It's called The Art of Parenting. And that's when one of our favorites because we're still figuring out this parenting thing with having young kids and especially with having teenagers on the horizon. So there's plenty of information out there that you can say, I want to do something together in community because that's a big one. We can't do this alone. We need to be in community with other like-minded couples in marriages who say we want to do this together to grow toward oneness together and then be pushed on to impact to be able to impact others. Um, Ryan, as you're talking with other men, what are guys saying to you? Yeah, a lot of I'm hearing is, well, I don't know if we can go. It's, it's too much of a cost in our marriage. I, I have to look at my schedule. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen on that weekend. Uh, and it just, what I'm hearing is, I don't know if I can make my marriage a priority. I've, I've got my job. I've got the kids' sports. I've got church. I've got all these other good things that I'm putting out there. But I want to encourage men is make your marriage a priority. It is what God gave you, and you said, till death do us part when you stood before each other at the altar. And it's going to take work. Anybody that's been married long and everybody I've talked to that's been married 50-plus years will tell you it takes a whole lot of work to get to that till death do us part. But you know, the beauty is this, and I use, I, I use this Tom Brady. Tom Brady has worked his tail off, and why? So that he can get to the Super Bowl. And he's won more Super Bowls than anybody else out there, and it, it's because he's worked hard. And a good marriage is, is the same way. you got to work at it. Yeah, and we work at our jobs all the time. We want to get better at our jobs. So as an engineer, I was required to get 15 professional development hours every single year to maintain my engineering license. I've looked it up. Doctors are required 24 hours. Teachers are required 20, I think. Electricians are required. About every professional license that we maintain requires continuing education credits every single year to maintain that license. What I'd like to ask him in is, how many continuing education credits does your marriage license require to keep being certified every single year. That's that's good, Chad. Chad, how many how many hours? Um... Well, it's funny you say that because uh, I I always say that people invest more in their wedding mm. time, energy, money on their wedding than they probably do in their marriage the rest of the time. Mm. I, don't, I can't prove that, but oh, it's, you, I, you look it, at weddings today oh. and you think how much investment they've made. So I just looked that up yesterday. The average cost of a wedding in Louisville is almost $25,000. And then we want to say a $350 marriage getaway it's too costs much. too much. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and by the way, listeners, this is a great wedding gift 
to those, uh, you got family members who are going to get married or who just got married. This is a beautiful, uh, we gave that to our daughter and son-in-law to, as a gift for their wedding. Um, it's a beautiful thing to do. Definitely. We see a lot of young couples who come because their parents gave them a gift. I've talked to one the other day here in Louisville. They are 23 and 26. And he said, I thought we knew what it meant to be married. We went in our first year of marriage and he said, I didn't have a clue what it meant to be a Christian husband, but now I do. I understand what God's design is. And I have this foundation that is built for our marriage that we can now build this relationship upon and know it's going to last all because our parents gave us a gift card to go to the weekend to remember. Yeah. And if you can't do Louisville, there's all over the country. Just want to encourage you. Folks, we need to talk this up. We need to encourage others. You, you really also encourage, hey, uh, spur this up am, am, among your folks and friends at church, your small groups. You know, bring the whole group, and uh, can be a great experience. Yeah, and I want to say with church, tell it to your pastor because Family Life believes in investing into those in the ministry because they do so much and don't get time away as a married couple. So I just want to say if you're a pastor out there or if you know your pastor very well, invite them because the pastor's registration is free. It, it is completely waived for a pastor to be able to come and invest in their marriage and say, if we're going to be a great pastor, I need to have a great marriage at home. Oh, that's awesome. I just we're going to wrap this up, but you, you said something in the break. Just do something. Yeah, that's, that's something God keeps hitting with us. We can get overwhelmed with everything that's around us. But all God is saying is, just step into the game. Just do something. Do the first thing that I'm asking and be faithful with that. And then I'll prepare you for the next steps after that. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks so much for coming. Pray us out, will you? Pray yep, for would, us, guys. would love to. Father God, I just thank you for the opportunity to lead our families as men. Lord, you've given us that role to love our wives as Christ loves the church. And God, give us that strength and that courage to do it because it's scary. I know many of us are afraid to fail, but Lord God, you do not fail. You are there, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can live, and we have the grace to get back up. So Lord, let us take that step of faith and courage to lead ourselves well, to make our marriages a priority, to make it to say, hey, honey, I'm going to invest in our marriage. I've booked this conference. God, no matter what we do, whether it's the weekend getaway, it's date night, or it's just having those conversations on the couch at night. But let it be to the glory of God and for the growing of oneness in our marriage. Lord, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds in everything we do so that we can become more like Jesus Christ until the day you call us home. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ryan. So the website is you can go to familylife.com and then you can see all kinds of their resources. But if you go to weekendtoremember.com, just Google that, Marriage Conference, Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference. Any, no matter when you hear this, there's going to be a conference going on within driving distance of your home for a weekend. It's Friday through Sunday. Great date night. Great opportunities to say, hey, let's put this on the calendar. Uh, I, I was at a wedding this past weekend. Beautiful couple. Beautiful wedding. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Who does when they get married? And isn't that interesting? When you're young, you get married, you don't know what you're doing. When you're old and decrepit, you've been there, but you know what you're doing. So this is a great way to help those couples. If you know somebody who's getting married, buy this for them. Hey, thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio.